1: Com.
2: Winning season is rolling at MyBookie, and this week entries are now open for the winner take all super contest. MyBookie is the only sports book that offers online super contests, so you can't miss out on this exclusive promotion. Enter now and turn $10 into 10000 Weeks 5 through 8 make five picks against the spread. Get them right, earn points, and rise up the standings to take home the $10,000 grand prize. Packers, Bucks, Titans, Vikings, Ravens, boom, you're already set. And if you need another reason to head to MyBookie.ag to celebrate the start of the MLB playoffs, MyBookie is hosting a $20,000 blackjack tournament that is absolutely free to enter. Winning season is here, so get in on the game and get to MyBookie.ag now. Use my promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. And when you make your first deposit at MyBookie, you'll receive Double your deposit. That's promo code Zabe, so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Today on the Zabe Cast, call me a college football flat earther. Three top ten teams go down on Saturday, and more to come. Get your popcorn ready, says Lane Kiffin, but the real joke was on Urban Meyer doing some dirty dancing on his off day with the Jaguars. Andy Poland joins me on a Monday to help sort it all out. All that, plus the pandemic is causing a clown shortage now? Your 30-minute Zave Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Monday, October 3rd, 2021, thank you for downloading. Today's podcast is being put to bed and packed up, edited, and delivered for your consumption at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. (gasps) But you will have any of the NFL waiting for me at 4? You're right. I will not have any of that. Here's the reason. I am going to Lambeau Field today. It is an all-day affair. Two hours driving up, several hours of tailgating and drinking, several hours of the game, a quick and nimble three minutes left in the game ale to the parking lot, and then two more hours back down to my hotel room and then get to bed and pack up my bags as quick as I can because I'm flying back to DC after Monday's show kind of a day and I decided even though part of me said well just wait till you get home do half the podcast now wait till you get home you can do a little brush up on the NFL games and then everybody gets a little bit of something but what happened last Thursday night cannot happen again it's unacceptable my effort last Thursday for the Friday podcast was Unacceptable. No, I did not do You Are Looking Live because I did not spend the appropriate time prepping up the week's games. I kept saying to myself, well, I've got this, you know, we had, we had a little uh, welcome party, a kickoff party for Sunburn Bowl that I had to go to on Thursday night. And I started, I just kept robbing one chunk of time to pay off somebody else. And it bit me in the end. And I'm not going to do that again. Here is an email from a listener and a subscriber, no less, that I took to heart. This from S. White Man. S. White Men. Simply this. Fucking shit show today, all caps. Do your fucking job and give us you are looking live. Fuck Mr. X. Just fucking deliver proper NFL shows. He's not wrong. He is angry, but he's not wrong. I said, thank you. I will do better going forward. And this is my effort to do better. I wish I could be like the barstool, pardon my take guys, where they record at pretty much midnight at the end. I think at the end of every night and then they sleep in comfortably. I'm sure the next day, that's not my world. That's not my life. I do believe podcasts tend to be a delayed listening and a binge listening format of media. Not everybody, a lot of people every day. Zabe, I get you every day going in, first thing going in. And I appreciate that. But it's that tension between how current do I try to make the podcast versus. How do I make sure I deliver it at a quality that satisfies me and, well, obviously, Sean or S. Whiteman. I don't know if his name is Sean or not. And so I'm going to choose the route of delivering the best quality I can that's going to be probably 24 hours in advance. I'm probably going to put these podcasts to bed in the mornings. It'll make my life better as well because if I can be done with the podcast and be done with my day and button everything up and then go have a bit of a life, play golf in the afternoons during the week, and then watch games at night, not worrying about, okay, what do I have? What am I doing? I got to pull bites. to That'd be better for me. Like I'm looking forward to being able to say a podcast is done. It's in the cloud. It's ready to go. Yeah, it doesn't have any NFL. But I get to go enjoy my day at Lambeau Field. And then Monday into Tuesday, I will give you all of the experience of Lambeau Field and all my thoughts on NFL Week number four with the benefit of a full Monday to to absorb and to think about and to collect the nuggets. I think it's much better than me trying to rush it out. So, there's your programming note right there. Luckily, college football delivered a lot to chew on this weekend. Not one, not two, but three top ten teams went down outright. Number three, Oregon, in horrific fashion. More on that in a second. Number eight, Arkansas, just got obliterated by Alabama. And number nine, Notre Dame. We all knew, everyone knows Notre Dame's not that good. But Cincinnati, that's the biggest win in program history. You go into Notre Dame and you beat them when you're undefeated and they're scrapping. Cincinnati is like mm, on the edge of maybe making the college football playoff as a group of five team. I don't think it's likely, but we'll see. Still early in the season. Remind me to get my guy, Bryant Hatcher, the former Cincinnati Bearcat, who I'm sure is over the moon right now with how his team is doing. And number 12, Ole Miss, got beat and got beat badly. More on that in just a second. But the top three uh, three teams in the top ten go down. Number six, Oklahoma, almost went down. And so I believe the college football landscape is flatter than it's ever been. There are... Two big mountain peaks right now, and that is Alabama and Georgia. There used to be three big mountain peaks in Clemson, but I don't know what's happened to them right now. They, they're taking a little walk in the woods. Is it going to be a long walk in the woods with Dabo? We'll find out. But right now, they're not very good. They barely escaped again this weekend. Uh, Clemson did. So you got the two big peaks. Otherwise, the landscape is flat. And it's flat for a variety of reasons. But Oregon, (laughs) this is is classic Oregon. So I played golf on Saturday while listening to the Badger game. A little bit on them in a second. And one of the guys I played with, even though he's from Wisconsin, he was born in Portland, so he decided that even though he left there when he was four years old, he was going to stay an Oregon Ducks fan. So we're talking it up and like how you feeling? You know, Are you good. And he's like, yeah, my boy Tibbs is coming back today. He's a monster, and uh, you know, uh, I think we're going to be good. But you know, at some point, he said, down the road, we're going to screw up against a bad team. It's just classic Oregon. Well, that day happened to be well Saturday <laughs> against Stanford. Here's the situation: Oregon led twenty four to seventeen with two eighteen left, and they got the ball at the plus thirty nine. I believe they got it on turnovers, on downs. But up seven, 218 left, plus side of the field. And remember, there's no two-minute warning in college. They proceeded then to have two false starts in a row. They threw an incompletion to stop the clock. On defense, they were then called for targeting. They were called for pass interference in the end zone. And at the end of the day, they had given up a 96 yard touchdown and lost a 96 yard touchdown drive and then lost in overtime. That, my friends, is a Hindenburg. That is a, okay, everything's good. Just bring the ship into port. Oh, my God, the humanity. Oh, no. And that's how college football is. Clemson, as I said, is wandering right now a bit. LSU, Miami, Florida, Florida State. These are all powerhouse. Iconic programs. Florida, losing to Kentucky. Kentucky has not beaten Florida in how many years? Like 30 years. Incredible game last night. So Alabama and Georgia are clearly the one-two. Penn State beat Indiana 24 nothing. I think they're a little bit of an imposter team, but they're undefeated. Iowa ripped Maryland. We're going to talk to Andy about that in just a second on Friday night. Oklahoma escapes a near upset of their own against K-State on a day that they induct the great Jordy Nelson into the ring of honor. And then, um, at least I think they did. Let me caution. I, I was looking up at a TV that was on mute, and then they showed the Jordy Nelson thing. and Maybe he's been in there a while. I, I'm just riffing right now. i got to get that nailed down. Thought you were going to make this a good podcast. Shut your mouth. So, Oklahoma nearly loses, uh, but they're, they're in that 4-5 range. We'll see what the polls say today. They're not out yet. And then Ohio State, which lost earlier to Oregon, is going to loop back into the conversation, and then Cincinnati is on the edge as well. Now to the Badgers real quick. They were terrible against Michigan. Terrible in many ways. And on top of that, they lose their starting quarterback, Graham Mertz, even though he had been under fire for not being very good. They may end up ruining the day that they even said a bad word about Graham Mertz because of his backup, Chase Wolf. Yeah, that's his real name. Chase Wolf. It's Wolf season. Oh! If Chase Wolf is even worse, then it's gonna be an absolute uphill grind to get the six and six in the Blue Bonnet bowl. If the Blue Bonnet Bowl still exists, which I don't know if it does or not. So they were terrible running the football, and they were obviously terrible blocking because Mertz got blown up and left the game. Uh, Jake Ferguson, their uh, All American tight end, got hurt, left the game, and now you know the front, the schedule is front loaded for for Wisconsin, so they knew it was going to be tough out of the gate. And you could argue, hey, they had Penn State dead to rights in the opener, let them off the hook, and they were up 13-10 against Notre Dame on the road, and then they had a Hindenburg like fourth quarter you could argue that wisconsin could be three and one real easy and that's true but what did bill parcells always say you are what your record says you are so they can't run the football which has been wisconsin's calling card obviously the last 20 plus years i mean all the great backs they put in the nfl jonathan taylor melvin gordon monte ball ron dame uh including other guys that have been good like James White and, and others. They can't run the ball right now. On running plays, on called running plays, two running backs, they generated gains of three three three, two, two, one, four, two, two, zero, two, seven, nine, one, six, three, one, zero, five, one, five, two, zero. That's pathetic. For Wisconsin football. Wisconsin football is all about the running game. It's all about breaking open those big back breaking runs 20, 30, 50, 70 to the house. Nothing. Also, they averaged four yards per carry against Penn State. Not their best, but at least within the ballpark of decent. Then 2.9 per carry against Notre Dame. Now down to 2.7 yards per carry against. Michigan, they're not what they have been over the years. And it was a day in which they honored Barry Alvarez by saying they will name Camp Randall's field, Barry Alvarez field at Camp Randall stadium. Well-deserved honor. And Barry is the reason that Wisconsin has nice things, so to speak. But here's the shocker. When a program that's been good for a long time gets bad quickly for whatever reason, a ripple in the recruiting stream, a coach who doesn't quite jibe with what the program is all about or what the school is all about. It's cold, man. It's like I was listening to the radio broadcast while playing golf. And the great Matt LaPay, who just tried to, didn't want to sugarcoat how bad this season could end up being, but at the same time wanted to reflect upon the fact that the reason this is so jarring is because They've been so good, solid, dependable the last 20 years, this, this is going to feel uncomfortable. Oh, by the way, it's October 2nd, and the last undefeated team in the ACC is Wake Forest. Don't know if you could have cooked up a prop bet on that, but if you could have, you would have won a lot of money. October 2nd, the Pac-12 is out. Of undefeated teams, out entirely. Don't have one of them. And oh, by the way, last year on October second, every Pac-12 team was undefeated. So there's a stark difference. There's a pandemic last year. They didn't. They didn't play. I mean, they didn't play until much later. Oh, oh, that's right. And then when it comes to winless, there's Urban Meyer. 0 4 with the Jaguars. Thursday night, close loss, field goal dagger by the Bengals. And then he took a fifth loss over the weekend. And for that, we bring in Andy Pullman. Hello. Hello, Andy. Who would you rather be this morning, Lane Kiffin or Urban Meyer? Wee <laughs> good question. Well,
0: uh, I don't think there are any domestic issues that I know about with Lane Kiffin. Uh, there are some questionable ones with Urban Meyer. So I'll take I'll take Lane Kiffen for a hundred.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Urban's making more money, but he is in a much dicier public persona situation than Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin just did a dumbass thing. By, by pulling the tail of the tiger, in, yeah. in, you know, or, or, or the elephant, I guess, would be the case, because it is Alabama, by saying, get your popcorn ready, and then right. dropping the headset as he walked off the pregame <laughs> interview. What a cocky yeah. dick. It was 28 to nothing before you could blink an eye. Well, uh, it, in fairness to him,
0: uh, he did have a good game plan. That, that hurry up was working, but... The fourth and one stop that Alabama made at like the five yard line well, uh, wait a
2: minute. You know, uh, in fairness to him that well, up tempo is working but they got down 28 to nothing, Andy.
0: Understand. no, in retrospect, he looks like a complete <laughs> schmuck But if you watch the game, he did seem to have a good game plan. and had they scored there, I'm not saying they wouldn't have gotten blown out, but it might have been a little bit more interesting.
2: Yeah. By the way, Lane Kiffin is also divorced. Now, when it comes to Urban Meyer, we'll see if this episode, which we're going to get to in a second, ends up uh, landing home domestically. But let's stay on Kiffin for a second. So he does the get your popcorn ready, and then he gets blown out. Uh, Alabama's mascot comes out in some kind of popcorn outfit, like how, how do they even have that ready? By the way. Oh well, you know they're Alabama. They're, they're, they're <laughs> why, expecting- why quick? I want get me a popcorn a skirt for our mascot so we can rub it in the face by the fourth quarter.
0: <laughs> Coach Saban has asked for popcorn. There's 20 guys who are ready to run out and get popcorn for him.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so so Lane Kiffin says that, and then they get their doors blown. Did you see the uh, Wilbon take on Kiffin yes, on yes, PTI yes. and the back and forth about that? Yes, I did. Yeah, I All right, I he, did. Here, here is what, uh, here's what uh, Wilbon said about Lane Kiffin uh, on PTI. Let me play it here. Sorry, it's a TV caliber because thing.
0: Because of Lane Kiffin. The answer is Alabama yeah. because of Lane Kiffin. There's nothing to be proud of if you're a college footballer or any of the sport but Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's a clown. Lane Kiffin has been an embarrassment at multiple stops. I mean, nobody's going to run out there and say, yeah, I want Lane Kiffin right here on the logo representing me. The answer is Alabama, Tony. Lane Kiffin's a cute little story for guys like us who have to talk about sports every day. And we can come in Monday and say, ha, 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 Lane Kiffin. Once again, Lane Kiffin equals embarrassment at some point wherever he is.
2: Okay, so there was the take. Now, the pre-take from before the game was, hey, you know, Wilbon's got some kind of outdated thoughts on Lane Kiffin because he did rehabilitate himself as a coordinator under Nick Saban. He did go to – what school in Florida was it? South um, Florida. Uh, uh, the Owls of Florida Atlantic. Uh, he went 26-13 and 13 in three years at Florida Atlantic. And now he's turned old Miss into something semi-relevant. Is he a clown, though? Maybe Wilbon's take is correct. Maybe Wilbon turned out being right. Either way, Kiffin saw the riff and then felt the need to respond to it with the whole, wow, why so much hate? I'll pray for you. Life is short to be so angry yeah score well, this look, one andy score this whole kerfuffle
0: Look, will, will bond is is mostly correct now he as far as him saying nobody wants him to represent their school that's not true he continues to get jobs and his name is being prominently mentioned for the usc job
2: oh, people people want him really? uh, but you know back to usc like, where he was famously left on the tarmac
0: Understood, right? Yeah, that's right. He was he was fired on the tarmac. But uh, when it comes to this kind of thing, he shows that he goes to a school. He's he's somewhat Billy Martinish in that he goes there. It, it things get good right away, and then he's gone. You know, Lane Kiffin was actually pushed out the door while Alabama was getting ready to play for the national championship. That doesn't happen unless That's right. there's some, some Michigas going on. Right. And uh and so yeah, Wilbon is mostly correct in that. I think Lane Kiffin wasn't smart to respond to it. Uh, but now, yes, uh Wilbon Will Wilbon, Wilbon wins that round, I would say.
2: Okay. I I think you're pretty much right. I would say that Kiffen is like College Glanville. Okay. College yeah. Glanville. He is a interesting novelty act that you will get enticed by but he is not some next level winner.
0: Right. Right. I would I would agree with that. Yeah. He he has yet to prove that he can have a team that's in the national championship. And he's had said some high profile jobs. I mean, he's had, you know, Tennessee. USC,
2: but, Tennessee. But, but leaves. T- Tennessee, USC and a little team called the Oakland Raiders.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. At like age 35.
2: I know. It's incredible. Here was the popcorn ready thing with uh, who was the sideline reporter that was uh, doing it. Doesn't matter. Here's the audio of it.
0: You had a page of notes from your time here to reference back as to what bothers a Nick Saban coach team. What's on the backside of that piece of paper to tell you about today?
2: Well, let's hope we, re- we didn't run out of pages. So here we go. Get your popcorn ready.
0: Well, what's the big thing?
2: <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws the headset. Uh, the great Jamie Erdahl with that yeah. interview right there. So let's pivot, pivot, Andy, to one Urban Meyer. Oh boy, yeah. oh boy! Uh, he, he, somebody said on Twitter, "They're like, why is Urban Meyer trending? Never good to be trending." So somebody at a bar took a video of Urban Meyer, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, wearing a pink Ohio State quarter zip absolutely hammered-looking with narrow eyes at a bar with young 20-somethings, females, one of which was grinding on his lap while he sat at the bar with his hands sort of not visible between his legs as she just ground into him. It is a terrible look for an NFL head coach, in my opinion.
0: Not only that. Did you see what Shelly Meyer
2: put out to somewhat defend her husband? Exactly. She said, meanwhile, I'm back home babysitting the grandkids. And she put a picture of her giving the grandkids a bath saying, saying, my guy needed a night out.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think she expected quite the night out that Herb had, did she?
2: Well, um, here's what I'm trying to piece together. Did her tweet come out after she saw what was being posted about Urban Meyer grinding away?
0: Oh, well, I would think so. Oh, why, you do? Why okay. Would she, why would now, she I, find it necessary? Maybe it was simultaneous, he,
2: is my point. Yeah, but, maybe but, it was but, at but, the same okay. time. I have no idea.
0: Oh No, I, I don't think so. I mean, what would prompt her to want to put that out? I, I don't know. Yeah, why would she advertise to the country that Herb went out by himself? Uh, you know what it reminded me of? It's like Jay former. No, no. It's like the former high school star quarterback. He's gone off to college. He's not playing college football anymore. And he shows up at the homecoming dance. And he's like all over the freshman girls there. Uh, You know, the fact that he showed up wearing a uh, Ohio State sweatshirt was was
2: really (laughs) kind of (laughs) schmucky. He wasn't wearing Jaguars gear, was he? (laughs)
0: Right, right. Like, like you know, so so I'm back at my old high school where I was a big star and everybody loved me, and never mind that I'm with a team that's horrendous now and I'm an embarrassment, the team's an embarrassment. I'm going back to high school where I was a star, and, man, if I want to grind with a, with a good-looking girl at the bar, I'm, I'm entitled to do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it you know, alcohol is a hell of a thing, isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah. it, it prevents you from thinking about, hold on a second. I have a reputation as, you know, I'm a head coach in the NFL. I'm married. I have daughters. Uh, You know, this is not going to look good, you know. I can pose for a photo with a young female because, obviously, people want pictures with famous people, but I better not look hammered. I don't get to be hammered in public.
0: All right. Yeah, doesn't he not know that everybody has a cell phone now? Right. can take video of that everybody right,
2: right. He, he gets to be hammered in semi-public he gets to be hammered in the back room with dudes playing poker after a round of golf at some yeah. high-end private country club he can be hammered in other places but you don't this is going and of course being zero and four in the nfl is always never fun and then he's do you think he'll last beyond this year
0: i, I don't think he'll be fired I think he'll leave,
2: but I don't think he'll be fired. Okay, if he leaves, I I asked this question on my show Friday. I said, what is the bitch line with Urban Meyer? In other words, at what point does he have to surpass his tenure at Jacksonville to not be seen as a total bitch for just coming, (laughs) taking the money, and then leaving the moment it got hard? I say one year. He's got to make it to training camp of next summer.
0: Well, then that's two years. I mean, he doesn't have to Well, whatever.
2: whatever. He has to make it past one year. Otherwise, I think he's just, he goes down as one of the biggest bitches in coaching <laughs> history. He might be a bigger bitch than, say, Bobby Petrino, who didn't have the credentials of Urban Meyer, didn't have the history of not being able to see things through, and didn't have as good a quarterback, young quarterback, as Trevor Lawrence could be. Well, so
0: far he Petrino quit. is... Yes, and he's more the clubhouse leader because he had that incredibly embarrassing incident in Arkansas when he got in the motorcycle accident with his girlfriend. Yeah, and married at the time.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and uh, God, I was just talking about this with you know uh, up up here in Wisconsin, uh, Bo Ryan, head basketball mm. coach, right, had well, to that, resign a- because he was having an affair with a trainer, a twenty-eight-year-old that- trainer.
0: That's a different one in that he was like an older guy. That came out of nowhere. Like I know. Urban Meyer, he's in his 50s. And Bo was pushing right. 70, right? I
2: don't think he was pushing 70. Bo had an older school look to him for sure. You know, He looked like an old mafia type. But uh, you know what? It goes back to my saying, Andy. Pussy is undefeated. <laughs> you can have all the money, all the fame, and you can know in your mind, like, I'm not allowed to do this. And you do mm. it anyway. It's amazing. Uh, here's, a, here's a funny meme already on the internet. Statement from Urban Meyer. It's got Jacksonville Jaguars logos and colors on it. Quote, I want to apologize to my wife, Shelly, my children, to the Jaguars organization. I pride myself and think of myself as a man of faith. And there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. And that'll be a home run. <laughs> so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. Oh, it's a Tom Bredeman meme. Oh, my God. all right winning season is rolling at my bookie and this week entries are now open for the winner take all super contest my bookie is the only sports book that offers online super contests so you can't miss out on this exclusive promotion enter now and turn ten dollars into ten thousand weeks five through eight make five picks against the spread get them right Earn points and rise up the standings to take home the $10,000 grand prize. Packers, Bucks, Titans, Vikings, Ravens, boom, you're already set. And if you need another reason to head to MyBookie.ag to celebrate the start of the MLB playoffs, MyBookie is hosting a $20,000 blackjack tournament that is absolutely free to enter. Winning season is here, so get in on the game and get to MyBookie.ag now. Use my promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. And when you make your first deposit at MyBookie, you'll receive Double your deposit. That's promo code ZABE, so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Hey, guys, how you stock for booze? I know. Never enough, right? Well, I got to go make a run to the liquor store. No, no, no. Try Drizzly. What is Drizzly? Go to drizzly.com. D-R-I-Z-L-Y. It's like having the world's largest liquor store in the palm of your hand. Clickety-click-click-click. Delivery alcohol. It's the number one app for alcohol delivery. You can compare prices on a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits and always find what you want. For example, I can't get Buffalo Trace bourbon near where I'm at. I don't know why. And it's not super expensive. It just doesn't get put in the stores near me. Guess what? I go to Drizzly, I get my Buffalo Trace. Get drinks delivered right to your door in under 60 minutes. No travel and no hassle. Drizzly connects you directly to their local liquor stores to compare prices for the best deals and access to the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor. So check out Drizzly now by downloading the Drizzly app or going to drizzly.com, that's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com, and use promo code drizzly spice 5 for $5 off your first order that's drizzly.com and use code spice 5 for $5 off now you're stocked with some booze
1: you're welcome moms at vanguard you're more than just a parent you're the heart of the family you're the first responder to any need you can be the hero and the villain sometimes on the same day because you know that in the end your legacy is the values you instill in them At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner, because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. All
2: right, that said, what happened to your Terps on Friday night?
0: This is a familiar story. Uh, Reminded me of what happened with Penn State two years ago they got off to a, a pretty good start in the year and you have this friday night game and it's all hyped and everybody wears
2: black blackout game yeah yeah
0: and boy they got blacked out early didn't they
2: yeah um, i would just ripped them limb from limb uh three a tongue of Ioloa, as i call them talia you know, three of the third one threw six picks five five and then somebody else threw another one right yeah, yeah. yeah. So seven, it was ter- seven turnovers in the Seven game. turnovers. Did you go to the game, Andy? No, no,
0: no, no, no.
2: A little no, too no. late, too much traffic. Were you ready to go tailgate in the parking lots before the game? Because apparently that was a big to-do leading up to yeah. the game for Maryland. Biggest game in years. They felt like they had the guns to hang in there against Iowa, and apparently the university was like, well, no, we're not going to open the parking lots until 4 o'clock, which was yeah, apparently I mean- too late for some people's taking.
0: Well, that is too late. That's ridiculous. Why? Because if you're going to be – Game was at eight. Understand. (laughs) But you talk to people who go to games at LSU, and LSU almost always plays their home games at night. They start tailgating at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, You're in the state of Wisconsin where I have tailgated with my daughter – for All a five o'clock day. game at eleven AM. Right. So if, if if you're gonna be running with the if you're gonna run with the big <laughs> tall dogs in the big grass, you gotta be able to to have your tailgate start early. And and four o'clock for an eight o'clock game is
2: too late for me. Well and that gets to the point of big time program. Right. Maryland is it is just not big time. No. They play not. in a big time conference. They cash right. big time cable T V revenue checks from the Big Ten. They wanna think that they're in that mix, but my God, fifty one to fourteen later and parking lots not open till four, you yeah. ain't it. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I don't know whether they would have beaten Iowa, but uh and and Mike Loxley seems like a nice fella. But uh, he's an excellent recruiter. There's no, no denying that. He built, he built great programs at places like Illinois where they hadn't had success before right. for another coach. But as a head coach, he hasn't been very good. He was a disaster at New Mexico. And his teams have been okay but, but not, not that good here. So I don't know what's, what he's going to do with all this talent. This wouldn't be a shock and this happened with Ron Vanderlinden, who was apparently a pretty good recruiter. They got rid of him, and they brought in Ralph Regin, and he had three straight 10-win seasons with Vanderlinden's talent. Yeah. So uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if at some point he's, he's pushed out the door and they have some success, but I, I have my doubts about him as a head coach. There's no doubt about him as a recruiter, but as an actual game tactician, I don't
2: know how good he is. I tried to explain to Wisconsin people here about, Maryland, I said, you got to understand that the university is, is wedged inside the beltway in a very developed area. So when you're talking about tailgating, a lot of people can't because they're parking in a parking yeah. garage. Right. <laughs> ain't no, least, ain't least, no tailgating inside a garage. I'm like, it's totally different than most Midwest or rural college campuses that have ample space to tailgate around the stadium.
0: Look, name. look at the eastern cities, Boston, Philadelphia, New York, are any of those big time college football towns? No,
2: no, they're no. not. No. Yeah,
0: it's it, it's it's places like well, when Nebraska was good, I don't know what's happened to them since, but you know, where people where they where they get you know eighty five thousand for the spring game, that that's a different ball game. And the the unusual thing about this area, the Washington D C area. Is that it's a big-time college basketball town? New Correct. York is not big for college basketball. Philadelphia, to some degree, with the success that Villanova has had. Boston, not the case. Yeah. So, in in many ways, it, it's unusual that it's big for college basketball. But I'm not surprised that it's it's not a college football town.
2: With the baseball season coming into port, games 162 today across the league. I had to play this soundbite, courtesy of at back after this. Mike Francesa, after the Mets open the year 1-0. and Mike in Albany, what's up, Mike?
0: Yes, Mike. Hello. Yes, Mike. Hey. hey, how's it going, Mike? First time, long time. Uh, I'm just watching the Met game here. Right. Uh, hey, uh, Syndergaard, Syndergaard looked great, unfortunate, with the booster on his hand.
1: Right. So I'm, I'm thinking they can go 162-0 this year. Okay, that's good. That's a, that's a very bright call. <laughs> Joe in Delaware, what's up, Joe? Hey, Mike, first time, long time. What's uh, happening? I thought today's
0: game was great. Just wondering what you think our chances are going undefeated. Oh, I think they're wonderful, really. I, I, it's going to happen. It's, it, can you, can you give me the last three times it's happened in baseball. You know, line them all up for me. I can't think of one. Okay, good. Uh.
2: So the Mets <laughs> fell short of the elusive 162-0. and 0. That said, you have two incredible teams out west in the NL. Both over 100 wins easily, the Dodgers and the Giants, and one of them could be out of the playoffs in one and done. How do you feel right. about the current format of the one and done wild card?
0: Well, I like the wild card games. I think they're very exciting. Um, and, you know, I think it also addresses that you have to do well in the, in the regular right. season. Look, we've had before the wild card, we had circumstances where the team with, like, the second-best record in the league wouldn't get into the playoffs at all. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, uh, look, go both ways. Washington has a a pennant as a championship
2: because they won a wild-card game in the most unusual way. And I know know I'm picking at a scab there in Milwaukee. (laughs) They they (laughs) are still bitter about that up here. And I try to say to them, that was not your best team. Your best team was the year before. That loss to the Dodgers in Game 7 at home of the NLCS.
0: Right, right. And but but you had the unhittable closer in the game, and he was hit. And I that know. that just, you know, that's just the way it goes.
2: And uh, to, was it Travis Grisham, the rookie in right, who uh, misplayed yep. the ball? Yep. Tough yeah. Tough deal that, that, there. Baseball is true. tough like that. Okay, so <clears throat> you would not change the format. Even though the 105-win Dodgers, still a game back, I guess they can tie today? Um, the Giants, they, you know, the Dodgers beat the, the Brewers last night and, uh, mm-hmm. they're one game back still in this final game of the season. Um, so you don't, you're fine with a 105 win team being one and done if they have a bad night.
0: Well, I look, do you want to have than, everybody, it, pl- everybody four of seven?
2: No. no, I mean, a part of me says, and I guess you got three divisions, so I'm not sure how you would do it. You'd, you'd have one wild card and the wild card would be in for a full best of five. I would actually be better off, and I know they wouldn't do this because they don't have the, the 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 season left and the dates on the calendar left to do it. I'd love to see the NL and ALDSs be seven games.
1: Yeah,
0: no, but that's you would know, you? That, I, no, not really. I mean, t- to me, one and done in sports is great. That's what makes the NCAA tournament so great. That's what makes pro football so great. You know, one and done, it matters.
2: It, you know, one and done is great in a sense, but it's not great when a team has earned more of a look in the postseason through 105 wins. Like, I wouldn't want to – like, you could say, we'll make the whole playoffs one and done and include every team in Major League Baseball. But that would make the regular season irrelevant, wouldn't it?
0: How about this? Uh, Prior to 1969, baseball didn't have divisions
2: you had True. the American League and you had the National League. You <laughs> want to do that again? You could do that. We we could. We could no. go backwards on that. You know they're going to they're going to water down the NFL and the playoffs as soon as they can. As soon as they can get to 18 games. And by the way, we wake up on a Sunday morning for week 4 of the NFL with injuries littering the league. Right. Not just at quarterback, but all over the place. No, and an 18-game schedule is only going to make that worse.
0: Guess what? 18 games is coming. And uh, I was watching. Bob Costas has a new show that's on once a month on HBO. And he had Demoris Smith on. And he made some kind of comment about the 17 game schedule, which really pissed off Demoris Smith. Ooh. And he went into this big defense of how they got a billion dollars extra uh, to play this 17th game. No, well, the owners are going to just do that again. They're going to say, hey, 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 here's a billion dollars. Who wants a billion dollars? <laughs>
2: and then they and they be- carve it up. It's like a big plate of cookies for the players. And yeah. by the time the players get their cookies, they're like, that's it? Yeah, you get one cookie. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a lot, but when you split it up amongst yourselves, it's not very yeah. much.
0: You, go, you, know, you go, hey, Raj, we got an extra bill down in the uh, warehouse there. Yeah, we're going to put it out for the players and uh, see right. if they eat it.
2: You right. Know? Uh, In the NBA, the Ben Simmons thing is coming to a head here as we get closer to the NBA season starting. He's vowing to continue his holdout. The Sixers, in theory, Andy, could start docking his pay. Right. And there's some question, you know, I saw one report that said Simmons and his agent believe they'll end up getting all of their money eventually when he's traded. Maybe this is the time in which a team doesn't trade a guy like this and they do start clawing his money back.
0: Yeah, but then you've got the other players on the team who are saying, "Hey, you know, we're a championship caliber team." Oh, Whether they're they're already
2: pissed at him. Right. You know, apparently so, so... Embiid is already firing on him, saying, "You know what, the hell, man."
0: Look, look, I mean, the money that's in the NBA is so insane. Did you see the numbers for the Bradley Beal extension? He, no. He's he's a, he's in the second year of a seventy-two million dollar deal. And they have just offered him, as they were eligible to do on Friday morning, the max, which is, 100 and I think, $181.5 million for four years, meaning he would be only 32 years old, will have collected about $45 million a year for the next four years. And he oh says, God. I'll think about it. I'll, I'll think, think about, about it.
2: it. You know, so he hasn't yet signed it? No, no, wow. because
0: he, he wants to see how good this team is going to be because Not he has the ability good. to opt, opt yeah. out at the end of the year. Yeah, and make he can more. Yeah,
2: you know, make more. Yeah. It, he, it's it's, he, it's he ridiculous. Was, he was he was given the max, but won't yeah. get the vax, Andy. <laughs> there you go. There's your head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how some of the writers are like, with this vaccine thing, who is Brad who is Brad Breel really who do we know who he really is? Well, I, I understand from the perspective of people who've
0: covered him because everything he's done and said up until this point has been, oh yeah, that's that's great, of course. Oh, that's wonderful. What great leadership, loyalty. You know, so this is the first, huh? What?
2: Yeah. Yeah, but not everybody thinks it's something that you're like, oh, this is bad. Okay, but, but everything else he's done,
0: nobody would say what Bradley when Bradley Beale says loyalty and leadership, nobody would say, oh that's bad.
2: Right? You're right. It was, it's the first thing that's caused anybody to go, oh wait a minute. Yeah. I thought this yeah. guy was perfect.
0: Yeah, whether you agree with the facts yeah. or not, there
2: are some who, who he had made least... no he had no, made no public missteps in the eyes exactly. of some up until now. Some right. don't think it's a misstep. Some actually applauded. But yes, I understand what you're saying. The thing is about when it comes to we don't know who he really is. We don't know who any of these guys. Oh, really? In the are.
0: Post in the post OJ world, absolutely. Do you, right. do you know how beloved OJ was prior to 1994? Yes. I lived
2: yeah. it. I was 16 years old in 84 I had hair and a gleam in my eye and 34 inch <laughs> wet pants. I was going to take the world out, Andy. <laughs> yeah. OJ OJ was on NBC as a color commentator. He was the lead spokesman for Hertz. Yeah. He was the man he was mm-hmm. as, as the uh, 30 for 30 on him pointed out. He was like Mr. Black athlete for white people, America.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the,
2: when most people heard that he was a suspect, oh, like, God, impossible. OJ Campbell, yeah. suspect. That nice guy, the smiling yeah. guy that hurdles businessman uh, going mm-hmm. to his rental car can't mm-hmm. be. Uh, real quick, speaking of guys that you're like, hmm, don't know that guy, did you see that Kyle Kuzma, now of the Wizards, has changed his number? He used to wear zero with the Lakers. He's changed it to 33, and when asked why, he said, and this caused me to shoot milk out my nose, out of (laughs) respect for Gilbert Arenas. Yes, I saw that. Are you fucking kidding me? When did he become Jerry West? Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no respect to be given to Gilbert Arenas. No. Gun-toting no, 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 no. asshole he is. An absolute <laughs> jackass. Right. Oh, well. You could wear double zero, but the I don't think the league allows double zero. So. You no,
0: know, they've had it before. They've, uh, they've had a couple of players. Okay. Uh, right. yeah, Eric Montross, remember
2: him? The oh, yeah, yeah. Zero. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Andy, as always, a pleasure. Enjoy the football today, and we'll talk to you next week.
0: All right, Zab. Take care. There you
1: go.
2: All right, let's end on this today. A clown shortage now because of the pandemic? What? Apparently that's the case. We take you to Northern Ireland. It may seem like COVID-19 has revealed many clowns, but Northern Ireland circuses are actually experiencing a shortage of performers. And it's no laughing matter, says one expert. (laughs) David Duffy, co-owner of Duffy Circus in Northern Ireland, told the BBC his business is in dire need of clowns because many performers in his circus returned to their home countries after the initial lockdown in the spring of 2020. They've been closed for more than 500 days as a result of lockdowns. With other nearby countries having reopened much earlier in the past few months, many of the clowns have returned to work, but they've returned to work elsewhere, not in Northern Ireland. Ireland decimates clown industry. Now he's appealing to new local recruits to try on the big red shoes and the big red nose. I know some clowns here. Sixteen hundred Pennsylvania. Oh, wait a minute, that's not the address of uh, Congress. Uh, what would be the address of Congress? Address of Capitol Building. Exciting times here. Should have researched this. Uh, which capital? Oh, I'm. Uh, eh, I'm not gonna find it. Now, bottom line is this: we got clowns. Oh, we got lots of clowns here. Lots of politician clowns we'll send them to northern ireland and you'll be good to go that is a wrap for this morning thank you very much for listening sorry this is stale with no nfl content in it but don't worry the nfl content is coming tomorrow you'll be one day late but it'll be good i'm going to enjoy the the packers and the stillers at lambeau field one of the iconic stadiums in all the world, and two of the most iconic franchises in the NFL, with Big Ben out there lumbering around, Mr. Beautiful Mystery for the Packers doing his thing, and hopefully me and my boys not getting rained on too much as it looks like it's a possible wet afternoon at Lambeau Field. Full report tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Tell a couple friends. Rate and review as always. Keep the emails coming. Good, bad, and everything in between at zabe at yahoo.com. And we will see
0: you next time. Limonada coco.
2: Winning season is rolling at MyBookie, and this week, entries are now open for the winner-take-all Super Contest. MyBookie is the only sportsbook that offers online super contests, so you can't miss out on this exclusive promotion. Enter now and turn $10 into 10000 Weeks 5 through 8 make 5 picks against the spread. Get them right, earn points, and rise up the standings to take home the $10,000 grand prize. Packers, Bucks, Titans, Vikings, Ravens, boom, you're already set. And if you need another reason to head to MyBookie.ag to celebrate the start of the MLB playoffs, MyBookie is hosting a $20,000 blackjack tournament that is absolutely free to enter. Winning season is here, so get in on the game and get to MyBookie.ag now. Use my promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. And when you make your first deposit at MyBookie, you'll receive 20000 Double your deposit. That's promo code ZABE, so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere
1: with my bookie. Moms, at Vanguard, you're more than just a parent. You're the heart of the family. You're the first responder to any need. You can be the hero and the villain, sometimes on the same day, because you know that in the end, your legacy is the values you instill in them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.
2: For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on. You can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, backed by 24 7 customer support and specialists to help with hard to find products. Because you've got everyone's back, we've got yours. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger,
0: for the ones who get it done.